Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My dad's not here right now. He's still at work. So I'm going to bless him. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I'm going to see if there's a clean version so then my parents and the people at my school will not get mad at me. We've got the spritzer filled with water just in case if stuff gets too fire. I'm going to set up the speaker and I'm going to listen to Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I think this is the best Mike Shope feature that I've heard in a long time. I think his flow is really good on it and I like his aggressiveness on it and the Bulldog put not enough effort in it. I think overall his flow was good, but I don't like that mobile wrapping. That was my review of Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Didn't need the spritzer. Wasn't fire enough. No spritzer for you. No spritzer. Yeah, right, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to finish. Uh, it's one sec. Uh, let's see. Okay, <laughs> Kale McCarr, fastest skater, plus three thirty. Oh, Josh Morrissey, hardest shot, plus three fifty. Vladimir Tarasenko, accuracy shooting, plus eight hundred. Okay, that's uh, seventeen hundred forty-one dollars and fifty cents on a ten-dollar bet. Okay, I'm in. How's everybody doing? Hi. Nate, hello. Nate Geary's here, everyone. I'm Bulldog. You're here. I'm Bulldog. I'm here. Yeah. We're all here. Zach's here. I haven't seen you since summer. There's nobody else here. I saw you for the Dolphin playoff game. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah. I That one I just, but it has you know, been. it has been yeah. a while. You're a draw. They've said that. I, you know, someone I, has said I just, that. It, I don't want. I don't. I don't want this to come off the wrong way to my regular partner, uh, because you know, I. Tr- I do. I. I have made an effort to come in here from time to time because sure. it's just nice to you know. Yeah. But you like you volunteering to work while he's off pushed me to come in. Sure. And you know, so leaving the house is healthy. Uh, uh, yeah. Hundred percent agree. <laughs> Hard agree on that. Although, I don't know. I'm not looking for any trouble when I say this. I mean, really, I'm not. Um, but I've had one thought recurring every time I've walked out of my house for the last three days. And that thought is, I hope that we, we as, a, as a community don't make a bigger mistake than we're making by building another outdoor football stadium in the snow belt. What, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, I know it's February and they don't play in February, but Jesus, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Why, why, why are yeah. we doing this to ourselves? I, why did we choose to do this? These are not the lives we have to choose. We had, we could have chosen something else. Outsiders ask that question a lot. Yeah. And I've, I have to say something along the lines of, well, if you ask people around here, uh huh, yeah. But I will never say I, I, I'm that guy. Here's here's what I want to ask the people around here: What the hell's wrong with you? Right, right. <laughs> you like to go to the movies when you go inside. Your I, entertainment should be inside. Like I'm, most, I'm, I'm, 
I'm mostly kidding. Uh, but, you know, because uh, I, I, I respect that they asked fans, and fans, I mean, they'll tell you, I think, overwhelmingly said they wanted the Orchard Park experience and outdoors, so, like, here we go, but come on! Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's so cold out. I, who wants to be out there in that? And I'm just, like, pumping gas for three minutes. Yeah. Or taking the garbage totes in and out. Like, I'm whoa! T- today's weather, the cold outside makes you... Obviously, you know the Seinfeld episode where they take the car as long as they possibly can past E, just to mm-hmm. see how long you go yep. for. Um I've been near or around E for about 48 hours. Yeah. And I went from downtown to here, got here, gas lights still not on. I'm feeling pretty good. I uh-huh. put it on eco mode. All right. Well, smart. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. If I get stuck out there. I didn't have to stop, but I'm I'm that lunatic that like, well, I'm going to be running around tonight and tomorrow, and I've only got... A little more than half a tank. I guess I'll fill it up now. I'm really trying to get to Sunday. And I, I don't think that's happening. I got out of my truck and I'm just like, come on, yeah. <laughs> just come on. Like the little, the little, the little, the TV screen on the gas pumps is like, why do you live here? Yeah. It's, it's, it's screaming at me. Well, my my, when I know it's too cold is when I hit the windshield wiper fluid, and before the windshield wipers can actually do the cleaning of your windshield it like crystallizes and then it just spreads <laughs> right. it and then you're on the throughway going yeah, 65 yeah, and you're like oh well here's sm- 10 seconds i'm not going to be able to see a damn thing big blurry smear yeah yeah not good well how so you you have been if i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. not on the air since the overtime show following the the Bengals game yeah the yeah. the playoff loss a little bit of uh yeah You've had a break? Yeah. Has it been good? Do you feel refreshed? No, no. In fact, I feel yeah. much, much worse. Oh, that's too uh, bad. Like right after the Bengals game, I yeah. got COVID. Oh. For the third time. And the second time in like eight months, like like I'm out here licking doorknobs or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I keep getting it. I am I've got all the the, yeah. the requisite things you're supposed to have. Um so I'm still really tired. Just all the time. Mm. But I, I want to tell you that's not really a change from normal, especially this time of year, my yeah. seasonal depression. Yeah. It starts to really hit. Um, I have played some more Xbox than I normally do. Well, that's, um, a, that's a given if you're homesick. I, like I that, watched, so. uh, I've been watching more golf since we are kind of, we're about to be into the California swing right after the mm-hmm. Phoenix Open, which is in next week during yeah. the Super Bowl, same yeah. week. Right. So we're in the, 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 West, the Pro-Am. The, the Western swing. And yeah, they the were in California swing. already yeah, last yeah. weekend. Right. And I then, know this because of, well, gambling. Gambling. I mean, there's no other reason I would know I, that last week was the Farmers and today is the AT&T Pebble Beach I Pro-Am. I am starting though. It's like I said, you know, I haven't seen you since the Dolphins game. Before that, it been a little while since I've seen you. Um, I listen to the show regularly, so I'm caught up on you know where yeah, you are and, yeah. and you know current events and topics and such. One thing though that I am concerned about is you know overall um, you betting on All Star Game props. Ah, you know that, that to me I, I am starting. Like, is everything good? Maybe it's a cry for help. You think it could be? I, a, I don't want to say you a, said it. I, I mean, those I, are your words. Yeah, I mean, those are your words. I, listen, it's. Uh, it's still re- very much a self-sustaining, sustaining enterprise. As long as that is the case, and like that's that's yeah. it. That's all. It's it's all I need. Good for you. I mean, I'm not saying I win like crazy, but I I win, win enough, enough to, to not have to keep, keep replenishing without yeah. having to dip into the bank account. Well, then you're good. I mean, what else could you? You're you know, good. Could then. you want? Yeah, you're good. You know, there are. I, I would say there are lifestyle 
concerns more than sure. like addiction or you know, like gambling problem concerns. Uh, for for example, uh, last Friday I had John Rom to win mm-hmm. the Farmers, and you know, and I made the bet. I didn't even know that the the thing had begun on Wednesday. But the, the, yeah, I was also very confused by that. Yeah, yeah, I, I just didn't. Yep. Uh, you know, Wednesday to Saturday. What? Yeah. Anyway, new, new to me. So the show ends on Friday. It's the third round. The buyout on a ten dollar bet there is like one hundred and seventy bucks, mm. and we talked about it late yeah. last Friday. And it was like Mike said, he's the favorite now. He's two shots back. You're like you got to let it ride. You got to let it ride. Yeah. And he like someone else he like said that, that that has a lot of experience like monitoring these these sites and the buyouts and all that. Yep. They're like, don't do anything till the back nine on Saturday. Just just sit tight. Like, but oh. you're thinking back nine Saturday is third round back no, nine. No, no, no. Oh, okay, then okay. I knew. So no. you knew. Okay, okay. If when I placed the bet Wednesday night, sure. I didn't know. His odds were so long because he had a terrible first round, and I yes. didn't even know that. I just went, John Rahm, plus yeah. 1,800. Bang, it. I'm doing yep. it. So um, so I, I decide to take Mike's advice and his friend's advice. Like, okay, yeah, you know, that's right. He's he's excellent. He's number one. Like, fine. I'll yep. let it ride. He's two shots back going into the final round. Who's this other guy in the jogger pants? Get mm-hmm. out of here. Yep. But the result of that was that Friday night, while you know sitting in the attic, relaxing, imbibing, listening to records, yep. I'm also watching the end of Sam. Who's who? who Sam Ryder. Sam. Yeah, I'm watching the end of Sam Ryder's round at the freaking Farmers Open. Yep. In j- January. Yep. In your attic on a Friday night. Yeah. From California, so it's like eight o'clock, and they're still playing, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm like my wife's like, "What are you doing?" I'm, like, I'm watching golf. <laughs> Did you want to go grab a drink? You know that, what? I think not tonight, honey. That didn't feel good. There no. was some self-loathing that, sure. came, that came with that. Yeah. Uh, last night, four-leg NBA thing with the Nuggets and the Warriors. A couple of guys to hit three threes. Eight assists from Jokic and 25 points from Jokic. Okay. I can't find the game on TV, so what am I doing? I'm just sitting there staring at the fan duel. Refreshing. And, and look at the ESPN.com game cast. Yeah. And, you know, he made his last basket with like four minutes to go to get to 22 points, and they were up by so much that he sat he the got final three minutes, good. and I was into that. Good. So that also, it, the, see, not a problem financially. No. But time what are allocation. You, what are you doing time with your allocation. wife? Why yeah. are you? I was waiting. My wife was reading next to me in bed. And I, I just have the app open. That's it, it's static. There's yep. nothing happening there. Nope. I was waiting for her to ask me. I was grateful she didn't. Right. Like because you didn't. Like what are you doing? I'm watching the score change. You were preparing an... to have to explain yourself, but yeah. she never actually made you, which no. is nice of her. But it's still those aren't those aren't great moments. Like I don't no. feel great about that. No. But there's no. I'm. I'm. Otherwise, I'm fine. I I've been betting a lot. Like here's the thing. I have a couple of core principles about how and why I bet. Um, I like to feel like I'm betting on things that I know enough to be dangerous in Uh and watch enough. Like football, all day. But I get a little reckless betting football. Like what I do, not not like I'm betting, you know, this month's rent or something, but I am building these parlays. That I'm like doing a lot of research on. Okay, would he have hit this number in four of his last five starts? Mm. Okay, if he has, okay, what is the def- the so like I'm re- I'm yeah, doing yeah. You know, the R and D, you know, because I'm you know I want to yeah. put together a nice sure. So you know, for the championship games, I hit I had two eight leg parlays for each prop bets, mm-hmm. player props, both of them, I hit seven out of eight. Mm, yeah, sweet. 
They don't. They don't usually give you anything for that. They don't. <laughs> they don't. And the worst part is, is in both games, it the eighth one was like an over that had a hit, and it was the end of the game. And I'm hanging on. And I'm like, you need five yards, Joe Mixon. Yeah. And no. And then, well, yeah. and that was the late game. And then the early game was like, I just need one Quez Watkins catch. That's it. Yeah. And that game was so out of hand. Like I, so it was just one of those things where I feel like I know enough about football, and when I'm researching, I understand the things. Like, and I was listening to your conversation yesterday about the NHL ratings, right? Um, and for me now that the NFL season's over, I have ESPN Plus. Yeah. I don't watch the NBA as much as I feel like I'd like to. Mm-hmm. But the Knicks are good, so like they're on MSG. They're yep. easily I, accessible. I turned that on last I'll, night. I'll yep. I'll watch part of a Knicks game. Yep. Um. But the NHL, I find earlier in the season when they were offering like Tage Thompson props of two and a half shots, mm-hmm. it's like okay, well, I'm just I'm going to win some money tonight because right. Tage Thompson <laughs> right. averages seven shots a game. Right. But now it's gotten a little bit more, and I'm not watching the West Coast games where I want to stay up and bet and mm-hmm. watch hockey. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been so hit or miss on which games I'm actually going to be. I don't want to bet in a game I can't watch, mm. and I don't know what I can watch. So. Well, you're missing out then. That's my spiel. I, it's, it's, it's fun to do it like late enough at just night completely that you just blind. turn it off and then wake up in the morning like, hey, look, money. Yeah. I have this weird, like, I, it's like I'm, I'm, I feel you like I want to make a spreadsheet, you, and you, I'm not sure why. I just yeah, feel like I want to yeah. make one. Well, anyway, when I asked, like, how, how you were I, I, oh, I yeah, mostly was went like, like it. well, I mean, no, fine. Um, like the Bills. Like you, you must yeah. be, like, backed up on opinions about the Bills. Like, I might be a little backed We've up, all yeah. just been out here going, ah! Mm-hmm. For two weeks, mm-hmm. and like you haven't had a had a chance to say much of anything. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know, like how I I don't want to ask you for your reaction to our reactions. Like how are you? Uh, how are you feeling? Like is it is it been good? It might be good to have had two weeks to like sort of let it settle because of course you're emotional right afterward yeah. and prone to like wanting people fired yep. and like I need to overhaul this or that and all that and you know we've talked about this a lot. I think. One of the hardest things to do is the teams you're closest to, to be able to step back yeah. and go like... That takes sort, a little while. Sort of give give yourself the speech that I feel like I give Leafs fans every year, which sure. is, hang in there. Yeah, right. They're good. They're a great team. Don't blow great it players. up. Yep. knows what he's doing. And I know, I mean, Tampa's, Tampa's good. Yep. All right? So just don't, don't worry Boston's about it. Boston's good. That's one the conversation of these we're going to have with them this year. One of these years. Yep. Uh, right. If I were a Leaf fan, I think my head would explode if someone mm-hmm. were trying to tell me that. But I'm not. So right. it's easy for me to be more, you know, from a distance, whereas the Bills, it's a little different. So I don't know, man. Like, I, it feels to me we got the announcement on the safeties coach yep. yesterday. And I don't know that if something were going to happen significant something a significant something was going to happen to the coaching staff that it would have to it have would happened have happened already but it, it would seems have happened. like it would have happened already it would right? have happened so, no, nothing's changing i and i knew that yeah. so yelling about it was you know it was fine but yeah. i i knew i knew what I, listen i you, everyone knows everyone, if you didn't know the score if you really allowed yourself to believe that well they're firing their coordinators or more i mean more mm-hmm. aggressive which well, is Sean yeah. McDermott which right. Yeah. Right. was not even I can't imagine even a thought for anyone with Same the here. power to make the most. I think the coordinator – I've been um, – Leslie Frazier, you know, he's done an excellent job. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for his career. I, I'm just looking for like a, a, fr- a freshening up, right? Yes. New, new ideas, new, some, yep. some, someone different 
to, I don't want to say spar with McDermott, but just like bring some different concepts right. to the table and just try to improve on what we've had going, which I know has been excellent yep. DVOA and just in general, uh, the, the entirety of their being here. It's been, the defense has been excellent. Um, but, you know, in these playoff games, there's just it's some not been... mystifying decisions yeah. that get made. And I want to, you know, I want to stop just banging my head into that. But yeah. I don't think it's going to happen, is I guess what I'm saying. I, I don't either. And I think there was the back and forth about whether or not his contract was expiring or it wasn't. You know, I think I think there was a couple of reports that, you know, they would have to, you know, negotiate a new contract. Him, yeah. And I think John Warrow was like, no, he's under contract, guys. And, yeah. and, and I don't think we ever really got to the real root of that. Like, it's not like there's a spot track or something for coaches. Right. Um I, I, listen, I mean, I think my attention, and and this is what happens, and, I, and I'm not sure why this is, but something goes bad. Something goes wrong in the season. And the first thing you do is you look to the defense and you blame the defense. Bill scored 10 points. Sure, yeah. And in trying to assess where my anger should be pointed towards, it took me a little while to get to the offense. And I, and I had to sort of ask myself, like, what? Why wasn't that the first thing you looked at? I mean, if you said to me in pregame with Jeremy on, 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 on countdown to kickoff, Nate, 27 points. That's what the Bengals will score today. I like my chances. I would have said, yeah, okay, let's ride. Like, let's do that. I'm, yeah. I, they should win that five, six times out of ten. Here's the thing, though. The game, like, you look at it You're now, right. The game, they, they, they could have like they they scored maybe scored 50. 100. Like, yeah. they, they, you know, they just sort of stopped. They didn't, it wasn't competitive. You're right. So, but... Still, it's a good point. The, I right. mean, the offense, which really is maybe let them why down. that hasn't been my prevailing thought, mm-hmm. which is twenty-seven points. Oh, sign me up any day. I, I just the thing that has bothered me about the defense in the way that it's structured is that there's this idea that the scheme itself, the Tampa two. Mm-hmm. The old school Tampa two, which is not, by the way, the Vic Fangio defense. It's not the defense prevailing. In- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Today's NFL, the too high safety look, yes. 
but it's not like the Tampa 2 defense. Now, Tampa 2 gets harder and harder to run really, really well when you don't have Tremaine Edmonds, and that might be a conversation we got to have. Mm-hmm. For me, I keep going back to this point. I've said it on a couple of podcasts. This is the bothersome thing for me is – I go back to that second Dolphins regular season matchup, the one at home. The Bills win 32-29. Was that the final of that game? Or something like that. I think that was. I think it was 32-29. And the Dolphins scored 29 points. The week prior, the three weeks prior, was the tour day, mm-hmm. oh, man, the Roosters are caught. Like, right. It, the Look, Dolphins are right. frauds. Yeah, the, that was the conversation yeah. happening. San Diego did one thing. With San third Francisco, stringers. San Francisco did a whole different thing, but both of them disrupted built the timing. Off of, right. Built off of what L.A. put the put the blueprint. This was the word I keep using, blueprint. L.A. put the blueprint out there. San Francisco took the blueprint, put their own spin on it. And then the next week, Green Bay just followed those two. They followed suit. Mm-hmm. And then the Bills did absolutely nothing to use that blueprint whatsoever. They just did what they did. And they gave up 29 points, and it was sort of the, well, man, the Dolphins, you know what the story of that game was? Wasn't, well, the Dolphins secured the division, or the Bills secured the division, they won at home, they should have won at home. It was, the Dolphins lost, but man, they played pretty well in Buffalo. Yeah. And they played pretty well in the cold. That was the conversation after mm-hmm. that game. It had nothing to do with the Bills. And that was my problem, is like, when teams give you the answers to the test. Use it. Right. Take it. Right. Like, you don't have to just say, we're going to do our thing. Right. Always. Try, try to lay off the, the hubris yeah, a little bit. And a like, little bit. Think like, like, you know, this is what we do. Right. So that was, yeah. to me, and the idea of, you know, have you maxed out your potential with Leslie Frazier? I think those are all, like, those are points you can talk about and not feel like you're cherry picking things. Leslie Frazier is as accomplished of a defensive coordinator as probably the Vic Fangio's of the world. Mm hmm. I mean, Leslie Frazier's right there with accomplishing what he's done as a player, both in college and the NFL, what he's done as a head coach, what he's done as an assistant. Like, to, But to say that, you know, you're in 2023 now, things change in the league, you adapt or you die. Right. And it does not feel like that 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 adaption yeah, is that, something that's maybe welcomed. That, that's it. That's what I'm that's what I'm a little that's what I'm mostly worried about. Yeah. M- more so than the I feel like the offense will sort of Find their way. Give me another couple parts. Give me a lineman. Dorsey a year two. They've got. Can the I tell you my concern there though? H- hang on. Let's sure. Squeeze yeah. in a call Let's here. Uh, uh, maybe I should give the phone number. It's a good sign that this guy's here anyway. Eight zero three zero five fifty. True. We got a couple of guests today. We just sort of hit the hit the ground running here. I didn't lay any of this we stuff out. Tyler yeah, Dunn do is at four o'clock, and then uh, our buddy Aaron Quinn from Cover One will be with us at five. Uh, but Dennis wants to get on, uh, get in on the conversation about the defense. Hi, Dennis. Good afternoon. You're on WGR. Hey, guys. Uh, just real quick. I, I mean, I completely uh, would agree that the offense definitely needs to be addressed. Um, they definitely don't get off the hook for me at all. Uh, that is 100%. I hope you don't hear what I'm not saying. But as far as what, what Nate said about the defense, um, yeah, I think it's fair. It's very fair to criticize them because, you know, the last three years in the playoffs, the Bills have given up in their elimination games something very close to 120 points in their, their last three games where they've been eliminated. And that, that speaks volumes to me when you don't even come close to doing that in a three-game stretch in the regular season. And then you get to the play. I mean, Leslie Frazier could win 
you know, 14 games in the regular season if he wants. He is not getting us over the hump in the playoffs. And every single year we look so soft on defense. We have a wimpy game plan every year defensively, and teams just shred us. So that is a huge problem for me. Yeah, I'm with you, man. That, that has been since, since it ended. Thank you, Dennis, for the call. Um, I think at, at one point, I think in, in the week that followed the loss, uh, I said, you know, sure, the offense, all the attention's on the offense and 10 points I know. Um, I would rather see them do something on defense something substantial more than a safeties coach yeah then then do really anything on offense uh, that's just me um and i know that the offense was a big letdown in that in that loss so maybe that doesn't make sense but There's a little recency bias there yeah maybe, though. but what yeah. dennis is talking about is like, i just feel like the parts are all there on offense for them to still you know go get me another receiver and i'm i'm ready to play the feud you said this too i think maybe it was the game maybe it was after the dolphins playoff game you said this during post game but essentially, it was, man, they lose that game, and what are we talking about? We're talking about last year. We're not talking about mm-hmm. what went wrong in this game. We're talking about 13 seconds last year. And I think when you have, when you have the performance that Josh Allen had, and it's it not being enough to win a football game, I think that's really where people started to look at the defense and say, Okay, well, you get Von Miller, and obviously we know Von Miller got hurt, and like the storylines that ever, and Micah Hyde, and all, everything else that was going against the defense. But we hadn't, I guess there had been signs, right? I mean, you watched Mac Jones have one mm-hmm. of his best games of the year against this defense. You watched Tua put up 29 points, yep. almost 30 points against this defense. And then you watched Skylar Thompson, short of four bad drops. <laughs> if if, if, if Jalen Waddle doesn't drop, if he, if he catches two of those four, is it a different game? Probably. It might be. Yeah. So that was to me, I think there was some there was some writing on the wall that the Bills offense was gonna maybe have to carry this team a little bit. And then it didn't at all. And the defense played its worst game we've maybe seen in Sean McDermott's era, short of the Colts game, where sure. Jonathan Taylor had the five touchdowns and like the the four hundred yard run game against the Saints back in McDermott's first year. Right. Like, those are That's the two games that pop up as being back. as yep. bad as what we saw yeah. on that Sunday. 803-0550 is the number. Uh, y- you might, you know, get the impression. You know, Nate's here. I'm here. And we're just kind of kicking We're just kinda kicking it around. Uh, Bill's off-season mode is in full glory. I already mentioned Tyler Dunn in about uh, 35 minutes. 5 o'clock, Aaron Quinn, cover once. A lot of football today. And who knows what other subjects may come up. Uh, while we are here in the same room together for the next three and a half hours. So we look forward to having you with us. Again, 803-0550 lines are open outside of those two guests at 4 and 5 o'clock that I mentioned. So feel free to join us along with Nate Geary while Mike Shope is off today. I'm the Bulldog, and you're listening to WGR. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. Uh, It's probably why I'm going somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Derek Carr at the... Pro Bowl games yesterday. He won the, uh, I don't know, the something or other. Accuracy <laughs> contest. Accuracy. Actually, Thank you. I did watch that, actually. Good for you. I, I said, uh, Zach and I ran down, I'm going to have this thing where you're here, and I know your name is Nate, and I know his name is Zach, but for some reason when I'm here yep. and you're here, I want to call him Nate, and this is going to be a problem. It just happened right there. If I hadn't said anything, no one would have noticed. Nope, but I so have you'd to, have been good. I have to, I have to. I got to pull myself over. That's fair. Anyway, Zach and I talked about it late yesterday, uh, and I thought, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna, I, yeah, 
I'll watch this. I got what? Well, you know, there's no hockey tonight. I'll sure. I'm in for the Pro Bowl. I didn't. Eat. I no. I went downstairs, made some dinner, fell into something on Netflix, and just never even got there. And what was weird is one of the reasons I I would defend myself from you know saying I was going to watch and then not watching is that like last year all of those highlights just made my Twitter feed. They, like all yeah, the, right. So there was really no need to. I didn't see really anything. Yeah. I, I, so I don't know if it, it, maybe it's Elon's fault. I, I don't know what happened there, uh, but I, I did not really see much of the – I mean, I saw Jordan Poyer's drive. Uh, Which was that, impressive. Yeah, but that was kind of it. So Yeah, that was the only thing I saw on social media too. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a the still shot like maybe of like Marlon Humphrey with like three dodgeballs, but I did not see I did any not highlights see, of the dodgeball. I did not see any dodgeball either. Yeah. I, so. I watched the, you know, I mean, I, I like watching quarterbacks, so I, I watched the, the skills yeah. contest, yeah. Um, and I watched that live. That was funny. Like, you know, Derek Carr, he kind of became likable in that moment. Sure. Because I feel like largely he's not super likable. Making fun of yourself is a win almost every time. Every time. Why do you think I just said I'm going to make a mess out of Zach's name today? Because yep. you're here. Like, a win. Yeah. It's a dub. Just trying to you know, let everybody know. Lighten the know? mood. Yeah. Zach, did you get around to watch any of that last night? No, I'm so glad you said you didn't because I felt bad. Because <laughs> you and guys it, were both going to watch yeah, it. Luckily, and I did. Us watched we it. like pinky swore and everything. Luckily, we were, we were, I did. We were, we were watch, but we didn't. Yeah. All right. Uh, 803-0550 is the number. I'm the Bulldog. Mike Shope has the day off. Nate Geary here along with Zach Jones. And, uh, you know. We started on the defense. We'll get to the offense. We'll just, you know, just run it all down. Ryan is first up this segment. Hi, Ryan. Thank you for calling. You are on WGR. Awesome. Happy Friday, guys. Thanks. Um, so on the topic of the defensive coordinator, um, especially because we have such a good offense, it seems to me that Leslie Frazier runs a bend but don't break defense, which to me would make a lot of sense for – you know, maybe a team that isn't so strong in the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, just trying to limit the possessions for both sides and see what happens. But for how good our offense is, um, to me, it almost would make sense if we got somebody that was a break and destroy type of a defense, if you know what I mean. <laughs> break and destroy, like instead of bend, don't break, you know, <laughs> break and destroy. Um, yeah, right, like high risk, high reward, if I give up a play, don't worry. I've got an offense. We can outgun you. Is that sort of what you're going for, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, because at the end of the day, like if the other team scores, I would prefer that they score in 20 seconds rather than seven minutes and keep the ball away from our offense. Um, and, you know, if we're a little bit more high risk, maybe grab another turnover or two along the way. So, All right, interesting. Thank you for the call. W- one thing I, I would say is just be, be careful – about um, sort of shielding McDermott from commentary about the defense. They Correct. Run, right? Like the, the, the caller Ryan said, Leslie Frazier runs this defense. I mean, he's the defensive coordinator. I, I, I trust that he calls the plays. He's the one talking to Tremaine Edmonds. But, I, I mean, come on. This is, this is McDermott's scheme. This is, this is his calling card. Uh, so I'm not saying that that Frazier doesn't have any ideas of his own. I, I I'd be I'd feel like an idiot saying something like that. But I I think the the partnership I think could use a fresh perspective. That's why. And I, I don't want to do anything with McDermott. What I want is for him to be open to. A, a different partner, just dip, you know, freshen it up here. We've we've run this, you know, this has run its course, and let's bring in a fresh set of eyes, fresh perspective, 
and see if we can like meld some things together and maybe get some of the elements that, that Ryan or anyone else might be looking for as far as aggressiveness goes. I mean, I, I think it should be pointed out that the quarterbacks who you have to beat in January in the playoffs destroy you if you blitz. Yes. I mean, they just they just do. Um, so, sure, Miami blitzes like crazy, and they were in a game with a third-string quarterback against the Bills, but it's still not, to me, a recipe for success. Like, no, I would agree. You, you want to attack Josh Allen that way, you're, you're probably going to get beat, right? And so um, I, I, I like their approach generally. I, I would say, you know, you don't have to be aggressive blitz-wise. You could be a little more aggressive up at the line of scrimmage, on receivers, not giving the amount of cushion they give, that kind of thing. Like, mix that up a little bit more is is mostly what I'm looking for. And I, I don't know, maybe maybe Frazier and McDermott can figure that out themselves and do it. But I just it blows my mind still, two weeks, more than two weeks on, how they played. De- it's not more than two weeks. Sorry, it was, it's going to be two weeks on Sunday. Um, that Bengals game, how they approached you know, third and four, like we've puzzling. all seen this. Yeah, it just doesn't make puzzling. sense. There was no real adjustment to it. I, I think don't. the right question to ask there is when you play a bend but don't break defense and it breaks in the first two drives, then what? Right. And, and I think the then what was for me the problem is because there was no right. plan B. When plan A doesn't work, there's not like, uh, okay, well, break in case of emergency. Right. This is what we got to go to. And then I think I think if you have a, if that's your question, I think it's a fair one to ask. Thank you for the call, Ryan. Appreciate it. Rick is up next this segment. Hi, Rick. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hey guys, I think there's two flaws in uh, Bean's window. One is is that you know we got teams like Miami, New York, Kansas City, Cincinnati, San Diego. These teams are all squeezing that window smaller and smaller every day as they make moves, and then. You know, he's also basing this window upon a bunch of draft picks that really haven't panned out. I mean, you look at Ed Oliver. He himself says he needs to see more. Edmonds is a linebacker you're debating whether or not you want to give him 14 or $15 million. Rousseau basically goes dormant as soon as Vaughn Miller leaves. And then on the offensive side, you've got Gabe Davis, who is a playoff, you know, hero. And in the, pre- in the regular season, he couldn't catch a cold. And then we got a turnstile at right tackle with Brown, who, you know, Josh Allen, if you take a look at the tape closer, is bailing him out almost every single play. And so if this is what our window's based on, I mean, I'm worried. And we should be worried. And we shouldn't be giving, you know, him a pass. We shouldn't be giving McDermott a pass. We should definitely not be giving Frazier a pass when we got pictures all over Twitter showing third and two and DB sitting 10 yards back because we're risk-adverse about getting beat over the top. So, I mean, I don't want to be a pessimist here, but I'm not going to blow sunshine up your know-what and tell you there's you know rainbows out there. I mean, we've got issues. Thank you very much for the call, Rick. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, agreement here, I think, uh, so far. Um, it's hard to... The term giving them a pass... I think is a loaded thing mm-hmm. because I want to say that I feel like I haven't given them a pass, but who cares if I haven't or you haven't or the caller hasn't? We have no say over what right. the actual outcomes are. So, like, we can all agree 
that we shouldn't give anyone a pass. I, I don't think anyone is arguing that they should. Maybe there are, but I, I guess I get to, okay, well, like, then what is going to happen? Because they're running this back. They're, they're running the, the same group back. Um, play callers, they, they fired their safeties coach who I think a lot of people looked at. We don't, and, and, and the problem is I think everyone looked and said, well, he was dealt a pretty crappy hand. Mm-hmm. You know, he had injuries at both of his his main guys where Porter was in and out of the lineup. You know, Hyde played two games. DeMar Hamlin's situation plays out, and now you've got Dean Marlowe and Jaquan Johnson playing really meaningful football. Cam Lewis. Right. So I, I looked at that, and, and I said, well, it just sort of feels like he's being scapegoated. At the same time, I don't know what... That there's more to it. Right. Like, they just didn't get what they wanted out of him or didn't get what they wanted out of the position or the development, or maybe it's beyond that, a relationship with the coach. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it, it just feels like the last two seasons, things have gone wrong. Like, the house started on fire, and they fired the gardener, you know? and yeah, and, right. and, and, yeah. and that's kind of, like, the special teams coach, maybe I feel that we don't know what happened, and that's on the organization because they didn't want to talk about it. They had a breakup, and they didn't want to tell anybody who broke up with who, uh, why they broke up, mm-hmm. and they just said, trust us. Like, don't worry about it. And that, I think, left a lot of – listen, the end of how this season ended, like, it, it'll probably sit with us for a little – It's there's no way it's going to sit with us as long as 13 seconds No, did. But, but you know what? The way this season ended is compounded by That's 13 right. seconds. Like, you're, you're viewing – and we've said this from – the day after that yeah. game, if not even the night of that divisional round playoff loss to Kansas City last January, like this is gonna be a thing. And the longer they go without winning, yeah, it's just gonna grow because you're you're you know every year that ends, you're gonna look back at the 2022 playoffs. The 21 it's the 21 playoffs. I shouldn't try to confuse it. Last January's loss in Kansas City. And you're like, well, that was the, that was their shot, you know, and that, that's a horrible way to live. But it's just to me, it, it's almost impossible to avoid it. It's just yeah. going to creep in. So, you know what? I, one, one thing real quick, and we'll we'll take a break here in a minute and then more calls. Um, when, when I hear the phrasing, give them a pass um, in any way, what, what I what I think I, I've, I've tried to explain this a few times. I, I'm. I don't want to deeply conflicted. I don't want to like overstate it, but if when when anyone uses the phrasing "give them a pass," it is if it's in any way a reference to emotionally and like mentally the wreckage that they went through with what happened with Hamlin yeah. and everything else that was before that, which of course pales in comparison to what happened with Hamlin, but it it does have an impact. Um, like I respected that notion that these Me guys too. were were deeply. You know, ah. mentally, physically, emotionally exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And you don't get to pick and choose when that happens for you. You know, like I know they're pro football players and they make a lot of money, but like in any job, you don't get to you don't get to say like when 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 you got to really when you got to tap out because you're shot. And I totally buy that. A lot, some of these guys, a lot of these guys were shot. So I'm I'm sort of trying to balance that with. You know, can we do something about the the, the defense or did you, because a, a part of me, I have to admit, is just yeah. You know what? Just 
shovel it into a landfill and just get back out there next yep. September and you know hope for the best because I I don't know if Leslie Frazier does this or that against the Bengals that matters. it was going to matter at I, all. I think I tweeted something along the lines of, well, here's the thing. With the with the game plan that was called, you could have had prime Darrell Revis at corner and prime Lawrence Taylor and Von Miller in the lineup. And I'm not sure that game plan would have done mattered. a damn thing. Yeah, I, I, right. So anyway, I just wanted to say that again. I've said it a few times. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to do this job, and to me – doing this job and having a, 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 a hopefully an interesting conversation about what they should do, what what can they in, improve upon, it's like you're just coming off the top rope with an atomic elbow if you yeah. say, well, you know, Damar Hamlin. I, I don't want to just kill every conversation no, that right. we have. So, but somewhere all the time I'm thinking, man, dude, they were shot. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, so... I don't know. I have, I have a lot of a lot of sympathy for for that for that point. Anyway, eight hundred three oh five fifty is the number. Lines are open. You want to get in? Uh, we'd love to have you. Nate Geary's in for Mike Show. I am the Bulldog, and this is WGR. Thanks for hanging with us on a Friday afternoon. I am the Bulldog. Mike Show has the day off. Nate Geary filling in along with Zach Jones. We've got Tyler Dunn coming up in about 15 minutes, and then at 5 o'clock, our buddy Aaron Quinn from Cover One. Uh, this will mostly all be Bills-centric, although with Tyler, uh, he's on his way to Arizona eventually, so we'll definitely touch on uh, the league as a whole uh, with Tyler coming up again in about 15 minutes. 803-0550 is the number. We've been just kicking around the Bills off season so far. Of course, not a lot has happened. It's not even been two weeks yet. Um, focusing mostly on the defense so far. Uh, and Jordan is up next on WGR. Hi, Jordan. Thanks for calling. You're on the air. Hey, I just want to touch on uh, last offseason. The narrative seemed to be we need Von Miller to beat Kansas City. That's our last piece to the puzzle. Everything was focused on beating Kansas City in the playoffs. Even when uh, we went up against uh, Cincinnati, you know, it seemed like the narrative of that game was we need to win to get home field so we didn't have to go into Kansas City. I just feel like we lost mental focus on Cincinnati and we looked past them uh, going into our playoff game. It didn't help that we were the favor. Vegas had us at uh, minus five and a half. And I just don't think the coaches really had us uh, hungry to beat Cincinnati, and I feel like we almost looked past that game. Like we almost thought we had it in the bag before it was even played. Uh, I didn't hear anybody saying, like, oh, my God, that first drive uh, when we did play Cincinnati, they took it right down the field and scored. The second drive, they probably would have done the same thing. I mean, I just don't feel like Mm -hmm. there was any hunger or urgency, and – I think we lost focus as a fan base that Cincinnati beat or lost to Cincinnati beat Kansas City yeah. in the championship game last year. Like, we almost thought going into the season that it was a two-horse race. Yeah, no, I, that, Jordan, that's definitely right. I, I, don't, yeah. I, I would be surprised if the team viewed it that way, but, I, you know, I, I can't know uh, that. And certainly if the coaches uh, viewed it that way, I mean, the way the coaches talk, I mean, they, they would – I mean, they, they, they could be playing West Texas State and, and you'd hear about how good they are. So. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So, you know, I, 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 I kind of doubt that the team overlooked it, but as far as the fans go, for sure. I mean, circle back to, you know, well, last year at this time, like the opportunity we thought the Bills lost by losing to Kansas City with yeah. 13 seconds to go was Cincinnati here at AFC title yeah. game. We'll just hammer them. And even though Cincinnati beat the Chiefs the following week to go to the Super Bowl last year, once the offseason got here, I think we all still kind of felt that way yeah. about the Bengals. The year began, and they were kind of in the mud, and it was easy to do that. And for me, anyway, I started respecting Cincinnati, I don't know, maybe about halfway through the year when they well, they started looking like a contender again. Yeah. Like for a little while, early season. Did not look good. They, yeah, their offense was a mess. People were just, talking about, are they going to fire Zach Taylor? Yeah. Like, that was a conversation. So, yeah. um, I, I do think we assumed a lot as fans if we assumed, and I think a lot of people did, that you were just going to roll over the Bengals in the AFC title game last year. And I do think that that carried over within the fan base. All you know, all the focus on beating the Chiefs and the Bengals were kind of an afterthought for a lot of fans. And I, 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 I would count myself among that group, um, you know, at least into the year. I think by the time they were playing them, uh, January 2nd and then in the playoffs, I felt like those were going to be coin flip games. Turned out, really wasn't much of a coin flip when they played an entire game. Thank you for the calls. Appreciate it. 803-0550 is the number. Uh, we'll take a timeout here. Tyler Dunn, golongtd.com after this break. So hang in there for that. More football on the way. Nate Geary is in for Mike Shope. I'm the Bulldog, and you're listening to WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t